Hey friends, I want to give a little reminder that some of the topics we address on the Heal the Hurt podcast can be really challenging. They can bring up some deep, really painful emotions. We definitely feel it as we have these conversations, but it's important that you have an opportunity to check in with yourself before you listen, making sure that you're in a calm space where the subject material and the stories won't create an unsafe situation for you. Please be mindful of your surroundings. Please be mindful of your current stress level. While I'm a licensed therapist, our podcast is not designed nor intended to replace the needs for medical or mental health professionals in your area nor does it replace recommendations from your own healthcare providers. We want you to benefit from our discussions and the resources that we share. There's nothing wrong with checking in with myself and saying, hey, I might not be in a space to think about this right now or feel the intensity of these emotions right now. So if that's the case, just hit pause. You can come back later if you like. Remember, you are important. We value you. And we always want to put safety first. Hey everyone, welcome to the Heal the Herd podcast. I hope your day is going well so far. We hope to improve it for you with our message today. I'm here with my good friend, Maddie. Hi. And I've known Maddie for a couple of years now, and she has been an absolutely inspiring individual in my life. And she shared a bit of her story with me a couple of years ago and I wanted to get her on this podcast so that she could share this message with you listeners. So I'm going to start Maddie with uh, having you introduce yourself. So hi I'm Maddie, Maddie Best. I love psychology. I'm studying it as well. Um, looking to get my doctorate. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being t- here today and for letting us letting us pick your brain a little bit. So for our listeners, I want you to tell them what is your what is your passion? I have always said that I love people. Recently, I have learned that it's a lot deeper than that. It's a lot deeper than just loving people. To me, it's as if a song, it's loving the silence in between the notes. It's loving the meaning in between the people, the nature. It's a lot more than it's a lot more than people, it's the connection between them, what they've learned, listening, tuning into what they've learned, and tuning into yourself. And so I think connection has really became my passion because it's a depth to people, it's a depth to nature, it's a depth to ourselves. That's awesome. Yeah. That's beautiful. And I know because of our conversations in the past um, that you've not always felt that way. You've not always been in yeah. this incredible space <laughs> of understanding connection and appreciating connection because you've endured pain. Oh, yeah. You've had some significant trial in your life, some significant hurt. And the theme of this podcast, as you know, is, and as our listeners know, is heal the hurt. The idea that we all have it, the idea that we all have struggles, um, some of those struggles we've, we've forgotten about. They've been in the past. Um, some of those things we're enduring right now. And some of those hurts are yet to come. And so as we bring interviews here, as we bring individuals to share portions of their soul, portions of their story and their energy, we ask, what's something that has hurt you that you have been able to heal from? Well, a lot. Like a lot of people can say, 
they've been hurt a lot of times, but I think the third, the first thing that comes into my head is my first memory as a child was pain. My first remember memory of emotion was pain, and I think my whole life, up until I got a little older, my my childhood and everything, that's all I knew was hurt and pain, and it was very, I guess, traumatizing for me because the first time I ever, ever felt happiness was when I was probably about 17. And that is when I found joy and meaning in that pain, and that's how I became happy. But it took a lot to get there. Um, I lived in an abusive setting when I was younger, and I remember... I get dreams about this all the time still to this day, which means I am healing from it, even though it did happen a long time ago. I, um, there was this family friend who was over all the time and I was three years old from three to seven years old. Um, he was a child molester and nobody knew it besides me and nobody knew I had to keep it a secret, you know, I was so little, I was confused, he manipulated me when I was really little, and about when I was in my teenagers, I told my mom, because my sister ended up opening up to my mom about something, mm. so I was like, okay, I can open up to my mom about yeah. this now, and she didn't believe me, Oh my gosh. she didn't believe me, and I was in the house like... For about 10 years, I've been keeping this secret, and the one person I trusted didn't believe me. She's an amazing woman, but I don't think she could fathom that it was real. Yeah. Because that's too much pain. Too much pain. That's too intense. It's overload. Yeah. You don't want to accept that, right? Mm -hmm. She eventually did accept it when she found a newspaper article about him um, actually going to a doctor to commit suicide through pulling the plug. Mm-hmm. And that he had been in jail for over 40 cases of oh child molestation wow. found. Mm-hmm. So um, that was probably my first first real deep hurt um, that I've been really working through. And that I can say I'm almost healed from, though it still influences me, mm-hmm. you know, like any pain does. And um, later on... About in high, not in high school, junior high school, I was going about doing my thing and I just started having this excruciating pain in my wrist. I was like, what? (laughs) I love drawing. I love doing all those things. And I, like, it influenced me a lot. Like, I couldn't write. I couldn't draw very well, right? And I was like, okay, this is temporary pain. Not too long after, I got the same pain in that wrist, in the other wrist as well. A year later, it went to my knee. A year later, it went to my other knee. As soon, like, sooner than I thought, it hit my whole entire body. This pain, I was in high school with a cane. I was Mm -hmm. in college in a wheelchair. I was going through my classes, always getting late. Can't pour my own cereal. Like... (laughs) It's kind of funny. I was like, Mom, can you help me pour my cereal? You know what I mean? I just mm-hmm. felt really helpless. Yeah. 
But during that time, that was more of a physical physical pain more than a mental pain for me. Mm-hmm. Which was really hard, but I think mental pain is always harder. Because when I had those both mixed with mental pain and physical pain, it was probably the most agonizing thing I have ever felt in my life. And even though I'm still dealing with physical pain and mental pain, I've gotten through some of those things because of the other. And yes, I can walk today. Yes, I can pour my own cereal. Guys, that is the most like <laughs> exciting thing. <laughs> like three in the morning, I can't do this by myself. Oh wait, I can actually eat and not go to bed hungry. That's an exciting thing for me. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think there's been a lot of pain throughout the years, but there's a lot of things that I've learned from it and that I can cope with. That's incredible. And I know you guys that are listening, if you can see, if you could see the smile on Maddie's face mm-hmm. as she talks about being able to pour her own bowl of cereal, it's, it's, it, you can't even fathom being in the depths of hell and in such darkness and in so much pain and then to be on the other side and have this amount of gratitude. And so what we're going to talk about now is, is some of the ways that you've been able to get through it. What have you done that's kept you moving forward, that's kept you encouraged? And, and we'll talk about some of those lessons that you mentioned, the, the things that you've learned from it. But, but before that, thank you so much for being willing to be vulnerable like that. Yeah. It's not something that's easy for us to do as humans. It's not easy for us to open up and talk about the things that we've struggled with, the pains that we've had, the, the suffering and the sorrow. Even even when we're on the other side of it, it's still it's still just so uncomfortable, and we're trying to break that cycle. We're trying to break that stigma that pain is bad, that pain is wrong, or that we can't talk about it. That it's that it's so uncomfortable that it doesn't have a name. Because the truth is, it has a name. And you've experienced hell. You've experienced some things that no human should ever have to experience, and for whatever reasons you're sitting here opening up and sharing with the world your story and I thank you for that I cannot thank, thank you. you enough thank for you. that um, this is one of the most sacred opportunities I have as a human is to be able to connect with people and to feel their space or to feel their energy in this space and to create this opportunity for, for connection and, and our goal is healing We desire healing. We want to continue moving forward. Because as somebody who's been in some of the circumstances that you share about, those aren't things that we're just over. We're just done with. We do our work. We get to a point where we feel like we're we're better. We're healing or we're healed. But one truth is things can come back up. We get triggered down the road. Different things happen and we, we get stressed. We remember. We smell things. We see things. We hear things. We dream. And those experiences come back up. And it's so painful. But you're in a position, which I love, you're in a position where you're doing something about it. You're continuing to do your work. And even more amazing, even more powerful, is as you're in school pursuing your degree so that you can go help other people, you don't you do not cease to amaze me and inspire me. So thank you. Thank you. Again. Thank you.
Talk to us about some of the things that you've done that have that have that have brought you to this space, to to this level in your life of amazing gratitude, of ins- inspiration. I mean, you walk you walk through society with a glow about you, even when you're upset, even when you're hurting, even when you're suffering. I watch you bring light to other people. So talk to us about that. How have you done that? What have you done to heal? Well, I think it's just knowing that everyone's in pain. And just because I'm living in pain, do I need to forever? You know, like when my body's in pain, it's it's excruciating pain. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'm laying there just... I can't talk because my jaw, I can't move because my hands, my legs, I can't walk, I'm bedridden, and I just can't help but move a pinky and cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but is that really how I feel inside? That's how my body feels. And that is how my mind feels sometimes, but because I am grateful to walk sometimes, because I am grateful to have the things and know the people that I know, I don't really want to give off that air. That I don't really want to give off, oh, I am 100% my pain. No, I'm feeling other things. Mm-hmm. I, my body's in pain. My mind sometimes isn't, you know, and if it, when it's not, I don't want to portray that. It's like a tree. It's, you know, trees air, they bring in air and they take in air. If I'm a tree in this world, and I'm, I am, humans are nature, if I'm a tree in this world, do I want to be letting off black smoke because some parts of me are dead? Right. <laughs> they're not right. dead, but they're hurting. Yeah. You know, they can always come back to life. And you know what? That is beautiful. That is absolutely beautiful. And I don't want to be letting off black smoke to other people. And... Even so, within my pain, that alone brings me happiness. Is knowing how I can influence other people and how I can take in other people's influential energy, you know. And so, I've learned to control my facial expressions to express how I truly feel instead of how my body shows, you know, and or wants to show, or the excruciation of my hands or something like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's amazing. That's just an inspiring perspective to have. And I think I think it's something we it's something I want, even when I'm struggling, even when I'm stressed. How can I connect with something that keeps me going? What's that energy? What's that what's that force? What's that thing that I can hold on to that says don't quit, don't give up, keep going? And you've gotten that. You've figured that out. But yes, this this frame that you carry that your that your soul is in yeah. suffers and struggles and is in pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But on this higher level, you're connecting with. There's more to it than that. Yeah. Which, which gives me goosebumps, <laughs> which is incredible. So so that's just that's just so cool, so Thank inspiring. You. I think something that's helped me got like get there, because the people listening aren't just. You know, they may be in wheelchairs too sometimes, mm-hmm. but everyone struggles with mental pain. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because I have had both and I have both currently on and off, you know, 
and you learn how to cope with it and accept it as a normal thing of life, um, I raise, so if my pain is a certain level, if it's all the way up here, I don't feel like it's worth it if my gratitude isn't higher than that. Mm. If my gratitude is lower than my pain, my, my pain controls me and makes me feel miserable. But if I can find a way to be grateful um, for maybe the meaning that the pain has caused, it's like a flower is, yes, beautiful, but it comes from dirt, mm -hmm. you know? And just seeing both kind of makes me feel like I am taking the joy out of something that's completely agonizing. Oh, yeah. You know? <laughs> I love that analogy. I think that's so brilliant. Um, it's not that, that, you know, you have pain because you did something bad or you're, there's something wrong with you or whatever. Yeah. Those, things, those things have occurred and occur. You're finding purpose in that. You're finding meaning in that. And you're actively looking as somebody as somebody suffering. You're looking for the beauty, which is a trait that that I need more of. That's a trait that we as a as a, as a humanity we need that. See, even though when we're in pain, we're finding that goodness, we're finding that connection, and it just one of my hopes with this with this particular episode and with this podcast is that those that can hear your message will be so inspired to keep going. That they won't give up. Yeah, there are things that are awful and terrible and horrific. We're not denying that. We're not minimizing that or acting like it's not a big thing. Yeah. But there's more to it than that. There's more to this than that, which is incredible. So one of the other things I wanted to ask, when you wake up and you're having maybe not the best day, how do you know it? How do you recognize if it's going to be a hard day? Um, my pain in the morning, sometimes I wake up and I already can't move, <laughs> but and you're giggling around <laughs> that. Like you already have this optimism it's about so, it. It's, I don't know. I, for those listening, I am a 21 year old that has no idea what my illness is because no doctor can figure it out, which is okay. Cause it's a hard, tough thing. It's kind of weird, you know, <laughs> to me, it's a little bit humorous that I'm a 21-year-old that looks like and feels like and walks like I'm 90, <laughs> you know? And so that that helps me on my hard days, you know what I mean? But when I wake up and I know it's a hard day, it's when I can't move or when I wake up and mentally the, the room is dark even though it's light outside. So that's how I know it's going to be a hard day. Um, and it's, you know, everyone's going to get hard days and it's okay to have hard days. Because if we ignore, if we put aside, oh, this pain, I need to be grateful. This pain isn't real. This pain is just a side effect. No, the pain is real. This is something that is shaping you right now. This pain is changing and altering who you are every day. You get changed and influenced every day. And it's not to be taken lightly, just more deeply. I like that more deeply. And I think that's one reason from my perspective, that's one reason that you're able to connect with this on that deeper level. There is pain, there is suffering that's on the surface for you. 
Yeah. Which again, I think most of us don't, we just can't comprehend that. But there's more to it than that. And so I'm, I want that. I, I want to learn more about that. It's like this transcendence of, I'm not my body. My body's hurting. I'm not my body. Yeah. I can rise above that. So you wake up, you, uh, there's the darkness that you spoke about, the, the struggle, it's going to be a hard day. What do you do to keep yourself from just giving up? from just quitting? Um, I can work on this a lot because there's a lot of days where I do lay in bed, you know? I do lay in bed and I feel like giving up. A lot of people have gotten to that point of where you just sit there and you're just in the dark even though the light's on, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know? And I think what keeps me from it is I look at my days as an exchange. I'm exchanging well, my life for this day. Mm -hmm. um, I know that kind of sounds a little cliche. <laughs> Uh, not Maybe? at all. Are you, no, yeah. Well, all. own own it. Yeah. Say it again. Yes. Say it one more time. I'm exchanging my life for this day. For this day. Exactly. Exactly. And I do think that is something that helps me in the morning when I'm having a hard time. Yeah. You know, and that makes me think, oh, should I try? <laughs> should I try and get up? Mm -hmm. And sometimes it takes me a countdown. I do mm -hmm. three. No, I start from five. Five, four. Three, two, one, and I get up, and sometimes I try, and that's the only thing that sometimes can get me up, mm -hmm. is just trying to find a way for me, everyone's different, trying to find a way for your own to get up, and even just getting up is a success. Mm -hmm. Marking a success, what you did that day, even if you feel like you did nothing. Even if you're going throughout the house and being like, my house is a mess. Picking up a towel <laughs> and throwing it in the laundry yeah. you know, basket, mark that as a success and you will start feeling like a success. Mm -hmm. you know, And feeling like you're worth something and then you're not just wasting your life. That's amazing. That's incredible. I, I need to work I on love it. That. <laughs> well, well, one of the things that I'm hearing you say is, is you know, and our listeners are going to be hearing you saying, how, like, how do you... How do you get out of bed? Because I struggle to get out of bed some days. Yeah. And I'm not dealing with a physical pain or an illness, right? Well, I just don't want to get I just don't want to get up. Yeah. I just want to lie here. I want to where's the remote? Or where's my phone? Or, you know, let me just keep my eyes closed or or any other thing. Yeah. We're we're dealing with day to day, just the normal kind of the normal stuff. And we talk a lot on this podcast and, and we talk a lot in, in our um in our social media stuff and in our work around the trauma Olympics and how everybody has trauma but everybody's trauma is different but it doesn't mean one is elevated above somebody else's exactly. we all have our own experiences mm -hmm. but there are those moments where I think it's not a trauma that's keeping me in bed it's, it's just a lack of motivation it's just being tired it's just being you know currently a child who's teething or um, little ones who don't don't like to stay in bed or get up early, or it's uh, grieving the loss of somebody. Um, currently, today, what is it? Uh, May. You know, we're dealing with the coronavirus and and people being in pain emotionally and mentally, uh, as well as physically. We're dealing with people having fears about whether they're going to be able to survive. 
whether they're going to get infected, whether they're going to be able to pay their bills, whether they're going to be able to buy groceries. We have, we have parents who feel shame because they aren't providing well enough because of something outside of themselves, something that they don't control. Our entire world is hurting right now, but there's so much hope that's possible. And it's not, you mentioned cliches earlier, it's not cliche for us to say there's a way out of this. It's not cliche for us to say this can get better, this will get better, we are going to make it. It's not cliche, and it's not BS. The requirement, I think, is doing the work to get out of this. It's doing the work to get better. It's you doing your work now and what you've done so far. It's getting, getting involved in the field of psychology so that you can help others. I firmly, as a therapist, I firmly, and as a human, my hell, as a, as a human, I very much believe I am learning everything along the way. We never get to a point where we're there, where we get it, where we get it all. We're always learning, we're always gaining, we're always benefiting. And so even in my role as a therapist, in my attempt to help people heal, I continue to do healing. I continue to do work, which is an amazing, amazing gift, something I'm so grateful for. You guys that are listening, I hope you are picking up on this energy, even through, even through audio. I hope you can sense this from Maddie that you can be in the midst of pain and chaos and suffering, but continue to believe that there is a better day, that you still have future, that there's still so much goodness that this world has to offer. And more importantly, there's so much goodness that you have to offer this world. We need you. We need you to share your story. We need you to share your love and your energy with those around you, with those who you don't even know with strangers. One of my one of my favorite things that Brene Brown has said, she encourages us to hold hand with hold hands with strangers. And I think that is one of the coolest, most in-depth or deepest thoughts. Because what does that mean? Right now we're not supposed to hold hands with people because there's this virus going around, right? But this concept of connection, this concept of gathering together and uniting toward common goals. I think it's just so inspiring. Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you so much for sharing your story. I know that I know that we're going to do this more often and I'm going to pick your brain on how do you keep going? How do you keep fighting? How do you keep having the smile on your face and the glow about you as you go throughout your life? As you interact with so many people and do so many amazing things. Our listeners might want to get in touch with you. Where might they find you, if you'd like? Um, I am on Instagram. Um, it's M-A-D-D-I-E underscore best. Like, you're the best, because you are. <laughs> and then 101, because why not? Because <laughs> why not? Absolutely. Why not? Awesome. Thank you. So you guys, go follow Maddie. Go be inspired by her. For those of you who have been touched by some of the things that she has said, um, reach out and share that share that feedback. We always love to hear the feedback that, that something we said, something that was shared, or a question that was raised, or even in those moments where we're complaining too, because I do it as well, that you, that you connected with something, that something in that message resonated with you. 
Let us know what you want to hear from us. Let us know what we can do, what we can talk about that might help improve your life a little bit. Thank you for joining us and have a great rest of your day.